Hello, welcome to the Northern Monkeys Football Show. Um, we are back again in our normal time slot. We are only three of us this week because it was all very last minute. Northern's not available and we didn't have time to ask Rainwright. So that means you've got me, you've got Nuttall. Hello. Well done. And Wayne is also with us, still very, very far away. Yep, still down south. I don't like it. Remember, stick with the north. Okay. The Northern Monkeys for the reason. <laughs> yeah. Northern Monkeys on tour in the south. Um, it's like, all, I'm basically like a missionary spreading the spreading the gospel of the north to these deranged southerners. And how's that gone? Badly. I was only stabbed twice. Okay. Uh, not all of any new fans, uh, not all dinners um, fans out there. Not all has already had his dinner. Unfortunately, we did record after. But if you'd like to tell everybody what you had for uh, for your tea, I, I can't. I've already mispronounced it. <laughs> It was, a chicken it was a chicken based dish. That is oh, all I, I need know. to say. I'll wait here when you mispronounce it, so I have no idea what you're referring to. What did you have, Nuttall? Chipotle. <laughs> is that what I call it? Sorry. Is that me? Yeah. Yeah, that's it's, it's, right. quite, it's, it's slightly you're closer that time than you were first time. Yeah. Chipotle, yeah. Nuttall. Yeah. Well, it was that. It was a nice sort. It was nice. It was nice. On a on a bed of Mexican potatoes and peppers, very nice. What made the Mex what made the uh, uh, potatoes Mexican? The the spice that went on them. Cool. I think you did pull it very well. Yeah, that's all good stuff. <laughs> yeah. if, this, if this were Top Gear, we'd be in papers. <laughs> um, so we got stuff to cover. It's been a busy weekend. First game, first games back after the international break. Um, no Odin here, so we get to have a good old laugh at Leeds United. And their poor start to the season continuing. Ronaldo's back, and everybody's very excited about it. So we'll cover that as well. Uh, and Wayne took a trip down to Plymouth, uh, which ended in tears. So we're going to cover that as well. Yes, Wayne. Sorry. It didn't end in tears. It just, <laughs> it just it didn't end. It should have ended after about six minutes. <laughs> um, so let's start with Leeds Liverpool. Um, we'll talk about the non-football side of things first before we get onto the proper football in, uh, side of things. Harley Elliott ended up with a very, very, very bad injury. Uh, sounds like a dislocated ankle. I, I haven't seen a couple of reports, but that's essentially what happened. Um, Struck tackled him and it ended up breaking his uh, dislocating his ankle. Um, it seems the reports are quite positive, not all from Harvey Elliott. Now that it's as at, at such an early stage, everything's. Positive. He seems positive about on Instagram and everything else, which is is a good sign. It never looks good when your foot's facing the wrong way, does it? To be honest, with I you. mean that's that's a bad sign. That was more the positive energy. That the the, the, the it, there's not you know they're not. He's, he's not. Well, he's, like, he's on Instagram. He's on Instagram being positive about it. It's one thing I'll say is these days uh, a broken bone or something like that is not even. It's not as bad as a fucking ligament injury so because mm. they repair a lot quicker so it'll be back in six months I seem to remember when Andre Gomez did his for Everton he was back playing within the same season he did that in winter so it's um, it's moved on that's a, that's a good time for him career wise because obviously he's just got himself into the Liverpool side 18 year old it were, it were a big opportunity for him to probably take a place for an international call yeah, so it's not ideal timing wise for him, but he's only eighteen, so he's got plenty of time to come back and make a name for himself afterwards. 
Yeah, and before we move on to the decisions and everything, when this type of injury 20, 30 years ago, potentially a career ender. Yeah, um, like you said, luckily we've we've got to a stage now where professional football is well looked after medically. Um, and he's at the top of his, the top of his game in terms of clubs he could be at. He'll it, be absolutely fine. You, you were spot on with the money about the broken bones will heal. It's the ligament and tendon related injuries that usually the worst ones. And he's young enough that it'll not be a problem to him in long term either, as long as he's given sufficient time to recover from it. It's not as though Liverpool urgently need him back. Um, so he I, I, will get given time to rest it up if this was someone, so like Van Dijk or some, someone key for them, it'd be a different matter. Um, so I think yeah, I think things are positive on that side. Yeah. It's, it's a good start to see as well, early days, but it, it looks it looks a very, very exciting prospect. So, from an England point of view, let's hope he gets back to where he was and uh, improving very, very quickly. Um, now, let's talk about the what happened, not what sort of happened, but the, the process that happened, Wayne. Because it was quite a confusing few minutes, forgetting the injury. Take the injury out of it for a second. It was a very confusing few minutes because the referee initially didn't blow for a foul play was, was going ahead, it was it was continuing. Uh, because of the state of the injury, the, the game was stopped almost straight away, very good by the officials, everything else. Um, then it turns out that Craig Pawson, who decided initially not to give a foul, off his own back decided it was a red card and VAR supported that decision. Uh, Darren England on the VAR uh, supported that on-field decision. Um, what are your... Read- Again, we always come to you with the referee and things, Wayne. That, it, it feels like they've sort of gone back... And, covered in the blanks, if that sort of makes sense. Yeah, it's a strange one. It's not one we've really seen um, since introduction of the air. I'm not in Premier League anyway. Mm. Um, if it is true that he'd got no outside input and he just wanted a second to look at himself, it's a big call to go from nothing to a red. Um, so, interesting to... I don't think I've seen... I've not seen anything about the process, anything from... PGMOL about how they came to that decision. Um, potentially, it could have been an input from Darren England um, as, uh, as VAR. Maybe he felt like he owed Leeds one. I don't know. Um, but, but, you know, we'll... <laughs> I don't think the tackle was as bad as people thought it were. I actually don't think it were a red. No. Um, it, ten years ago, it weren't even a foul. It, it probably is in the laws of the game now because it's come through back him to take the ball. But ten years ago, it's not even a foul. He's punished the injury, not the challenge. Never being a red card. I, I, watched, I watched it in real time, and I thought in real time that it was a perfectly timed challenge. Yeah, it's only um, when it's slowed down that I think you can see it comes through back of him to get the ball, which is why it, it probably is a foul. They've changed the definition of what they want as a red card now, though. Um, so it used to be, as we were always taught, careless, reckless, and reckless with excessive force, which is the three stages of a foul, a yellow card, and a red card. Um, using the old scheme, I don't believe that that is reckless and with excessive force. Um, I think it's barely touching the reckless scale, to be honest with you. However, the new rules that are brought in, I'm still not sold, but it, it does lean more to a red card with the new rules. I'm just not sold on the decision personally. The quote from The Athletic, the, the Premier League clarified that it was sent off due to the intensity and the endangerment of Harvey Elliott. 
that is a very, very vague word in the talk. I'm not completely convinced it makes much sense. I also well, don't. Com I don't think the foul constitutes either of those. To be honest with you. Yeah. Well, the, the, well, the endangerment of Harvey. The the punishing the injury. That is exactly yeah. what they've done. There, they've punished the injury. They've seen the state of his leg and thought, "Oh, I must have done something there for that to happen." Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know why VARs. Not, not. The thing is, it's the clear and obvious thing, I suppose. Then, if if mm. they overturn it, uh, you might have people saying, "Well, is it that obvious that they didn't overturn it?" I don't know. It's for me. It, for the referee to go from not even giving a foul to giving a red card in the space of five seconds, it's it's got to be down to injury. If he's not in, if he's not seriously injured, isn't he's not sending him off, is he? No. So what was the what was the quote like? So the intensity and endangerment. And endangerment, yeah. So intensity and endangerment. So by that definition, every time someone charges to challenge for a header you've got intensity, they could potentially they could potentially stick their head through other players yeah. yeah so you've got intensity and endangerment there so if you sprint 10 yards to win an header well whether you win it or not but take someone out that's a red now isn't it well admittedly that's a very simplistic way of looking at the rules but I'm just I, I don't agree with the new perception of the rules that's all I don't see what was the problem with the the old, um, the old the old view, the old way that we were looked at things. I don't think it needed changing. I, I I just think we're we're again opening ourselves up to a lot of litigation on how people perceive tackles and perceive injuries instead of just sticking to more obvious um, concept of what a foul is. Now we, we're getting to a stage where we're getting red cards for winning the ball, but people are getting injured, but people will get injured. It's not something we can ever get away from in sport. Um, yeah, that's, uh, you look at the Ramsey one all them years ago, you could argue that wasn't a red card, but the referee yeah, has given the red card across the injury. Yeah, yeah sure. So we look at um, Martin Taylor on Eduardo, it was a good 15 mm. years ago, that weren't it? Taylor got a yellow mm. card for that. Wasn't Did that it? bad a challenge? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that bad a challenge, but it, it broke his leg. Well, it was well time for Martin Taylor. Yeah. Good point. Um, but yeah, but he broke his leg as a result of it, but it, it weren't that bad a challenge. You just sort of got to have a look at that and think, by today's rules, that would have been a red card just mm. because he broke his leg from it. It's bad that someone's broke the leg, particularly 18-year-old, but I don't believe we should be punishing challenges based on where people are getting injured. You know, Derek Dooley famously uh, lost his leg as a result of an innocuous challenge um, whereby it opened up a wound in his leg and the chemicals that they were using on the pitch at, uh, it was at Deepdale, weren't it, um, caused him to get gangrene and lose his leg. We didn't know that until eight hours later. Mm. It, it, we, 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 <laughs> we just opened ourselves up to a, a lot of criticism on something that we don't really know too much about. Mm. Yeah, I'm mean, interested to see if it gets appealed. I haven't seen anything about it. I don't know if it will get appealed, and if the appeal, if the if the Premier League have clarified that, the chance of the appeal. The PR nightmare of appealing that and getting it overturned, it'd never happen. Imagine Liverpool fans, yeah. fucking hell. Yeah, Ima um, imagine imagine the headlines: over uh, red card overturned after after he broke his leg. 
they'll never even appeal it. Mm. Yeah, I assume it'll be through three game ban as well, won't it? It'll be the the three game one, not the one game one. I assume. Um, well, please it. Um, let's move on to the football three 0 victory for Liverpool. Um, I take it off your shift Wednesday at all. How concerned would you be about Leeds United? Two, four games in, two points, couple of batterings in. I know they, they were two, the two better, two good teams is in Man U and Liverpool, but it's not a great start for them. It's not, but I will say they did start last season a bit like this. They just they look like conceding every time opposition comes forward. They were all over the place defensively yesterday. Could have caught, if Marnie had not got two left feet on, he'd have scored five himself. Mm. He had that many chances. You see, he had ten shots on his own, Marnie, <laughs> yesterday. Fucking hell. I think he only hit target when he scored. Um, I, I, on the face of it, yes, it looks a worry for him. They were conceding goals at will at this stage last season, and they tightened mm. it up and they improved massively. So, uh, also said they won't do the same again. Mm. It's and a concern for me that they they, they, they fixed the problem. Yeah, they fi- they, fix, they fix the problem, and now they've broke it again. I, I don't. Under- it's it's the, the the good thing for Leeds. The good thing on paper before the start of the season was it's a similar squad. They've brought in some 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 players, but. It's almost the same team. Certainly, back defensive line seems to me to be almost exactly the same. So, why have they suddenly gone back to not being able to defend? I think possibly uh, Bielsa has thought he's brought in enough quality to get away with playing the way he wants to play, as mm. opposed to being a bit more pragmatic. Uh, and obviously, maybe he's finding out that they haven't. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, it's Peter Owen in here because he would have a better idea on, on it. In a bit by now. Definitely a bit by now. Um Wayne, you you I think you did you know you called the Champions League I called to get relegated. Um thoughts on Leeds Wayne, it's again it's it's very, very early days. But as a Leeds fan, you would have ex- probably expected I know it's a tough start, but you'd expect more than two points this uh, bearing in mind how they ended last season. Yeah, first of all, I did the Champions League thing just because I found it quite funny. Um <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Hold on. You'll have to come back to me. Thank fire. Sorry. What is happening? I don't understand what's happening. Uh, where's where's this appears? I know his mum and dad in the same house, so I wonder if his mummy's shouting at him. No, nope, he's back. So, sorry about that. <laughs> My bad. You know, life and all that. All that. My bad. Uh, what was the question? Uh, the question is, why would you have to take... If you just send the so? screen off to fart, then... <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't turn the screen off to do that. <laughs> Sorry, what was the question? I've lost track of everything that you've said. Uh, I'm interested you don't know the question, do you? You put me off. I can see a reflection in the mirror behind you. You're putting me off, Wayne. Some, something about Leeds. Leeds, four, two points, four games, ended last season quite well. Would you be concerned as a Leeds fan? I'm not a Leeds fan, like so. Can I see the shirt in the background? What's wrong with you? If. <laughs> right, John Motson. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I won't. I don't think they've got anything to be worried about at the minute. Um, they may do in time, um, but I, I wouldn't be too uh, upset at the moment. Yeah, they've brought in a handful of new people. Um, be interesting to see long term how uh, Dan James gets on. But 
it's too early in the season to say that they've got any problems. Arsenal, on the other hand, do have problems, but it's too early in the season to say about Leeds. Yeah, well, one more mention Arsenal just for uh, all they won, so that's less fun. Um, 3 0 Liverpool, but in the end, not all you said they could have had about 10 goals because of the way Leeds set up against them. But I, it's a strange question, but because they played Leeds and the way that Leeds play suits Liverpool, it's difficult to take anything from Liverpool's game because you'd expect Liverpool to play like against Leeds. And it just, I, they I'd did last year, it. didn't they? It was similar That's to what I mean, yeah. the opening game against them last year. We know Liverpool's starting eleven's good and we know that if they keep uh, the core of the side fit, then they'll they'll be there or thereabouts in terms of top four. Um, no, nah, I'm not taking too much from it. It's the same as last season at the end of the day, really. They're not going to do a Sheffield United. The, the, the Liverpool. At least Liverpool. Both. Okay. It'd be hilarious if they did a Sheffield United, if Leeds did a Sheffield United. It'd be fucking hilarious. Uh, just because this show would be... Uh, I thought they would never come back on if they got relegated like a Sheffield United, you know. Um, would you prefer to do a Sheffield United, Leeds or Liverpool? Leeds. Probably Leeds, yeah. That's close. It's very it close. close. Yeah. Um, moving on to a debut at, at, the old, at old Trafford. Um, this this was this the question was put out by one of the newspapers when as asked if this was one of the greatest Premier League debuts ever by Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, he got two goals. One of them was a was a tapping. Um, it obviously wasn't, was it, Wayne? <laughs> Who the fuck suggested that? I think it was Daily Mail or Mirror or something. It, it, it were a, oh, a Twitter account. I, I didn't want it. I just saw it. It, it was a. Um... Decent debut that anyone other than Cristiano Ronaldo, everyone would have gone, yeah, he did all right. Um, but because everyone wants a piece of Ronaldo and everyone wants Ronaldo's piece, it, 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 they just love it, don't they? As soon as he tapped in that first goal, that's it, the fucking hell. They'd already, they'd already written the headlines. We're man at match. They were going to win World Cup for England, everything. He played well, don't get me wrong, but he played when he, against fucking Newcastle. Steve Bruce will probably look at him thinking, could be a decent signing. You know, I'll, I'll try and get him next season, next season. See if Mike Ashley will be willing to pay him fucking 20 quid a week. Newcastle don't know what they're doing. What's the point in praising Ronaldo's performance against Newcastle? The quality of player, but let's, let's not go too far, lads. Yeah, He did all right. He did uh, spot on. Whether it might have performance or whether they just did that for fucking for the publicity is a different matter, but he did well. Fair enough. Um, not all. It's good to have him back in the Premier League from a footballing point of view on the pitch, but the stuff around him, the the, the fan reaction to him is that I find it interesting. It's, it's a bit over the top, but I suppose Man U fans, it's the greatest player they've ever had coming back. I, I get, it, I suppose, but. I'm almost tired of it already. End of day is one of the greatest players to play games, so there's going to be a fanfare around it. Mm. Um, he did what they've signed him to do. End of the day, He's, he, he were in the, the position. Well, that as well. To score ball, to score inside the fucking penalty area, which is what he did. Yeah, that's what that's yeah. what he's there for. He's gone on. He's done his job. Yeah, if he's not in your fantasy football team as your captain, you are doing fantasy football wrong. 
Um, that's 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 the only positive I've got from it, really, for me for the one weekend. Some Wayne hasn't. Well done, Wayne. Lukaku's mine came in cheaper, scored the same amount of goals. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I, I, I base my fantasy football team on how funny I can make my back line look. I, I can only imagine. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's Is there anything one. else you can take from that game? Newcastle is shit. Man, you had one of the greatest of all time. It's just an expected result, really, isn't it? 4 1. So you're talking to me yeah. or not all, yeah. yeah, well, it is, isn't it? Newcastle uh, shit. I, th- I think I'd put down as 3-1 on Super 6. But, yeah, it's... Newcastle no, no shy, aren't they? They'll they'll go along. They'll get to January. They'll put along. They'll get to January. They might sack Steve Bruce at some point and bring some of a no-mark in. And they might sign enough in January to just about survive again. That's, they just mm. plod along, don't they? This is what yeah. Newcastle do. They're just not a very good team. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's uh, it's interesting, sort of. Um, the other Premier League game we are going to mention, we've got rattling right, right through things quite quickly tonight. I'm quite proud of us. Um, quickly Drift mention Arsenal. This Odin that can't, that slows us down. You would still be talking about Leeds if Odin were here. Yeah. Um, uh, Wayne, how much praise do you want to pile on Mikhail Arteta after their one nil glorious one nil win at home to Norwich? I'm a little bit disappointed. I can't work out whether I'm disappointed or not. Because they're the sort of games I do want him to win. And I want him to win 1-0, actually. So he's done a really good job there. Because he's given them hope again. And then they're going to get battered again this week. So I can't work out whether I'm happy that he's done that or upset that they've won. I don't know. I think in the long term, I think the little 1-0 win still gives me a little bit of hope. And okay. if they finish 12th... It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> uh, he described it as the, one of the best 10-day period of his career to date and fall. Uh, not just, I, I assume he wasn't just referring about beating Norwich. Um, well, they got lost in the preceding nine days either. So. <laughs> That's true. That is true. <laughs> a bonus for him. <laughs> um, it's a weird one, that. It's to say that it's difficult to know because it all goes behind, behind closed doors, but that sort of puts a bit of pressure on, really. You're saying it's been a fantastic 10 days, and yeah, you've beat Norwich, but that puts a, quite a lot more pressure on saying, I think everything's fixed is what, is what it sounds like he's saying. I think from the outside, you look at it, and obviously I've watched the game and they did have a lot of chances, but they've only won 1-0 as well. It's not like they've absolutely wiped the floor with Norwich. I know they did on on in terms of the way the game went, but they've won 1-0. It's relegation six-pointer. They've edged it, <laughs> haven't they? Yeah. Against a team that's probably going to finish bottom, so they might finish nineteenth if they're lucky. They've, they've proven they might be slightly better than Norwich. Uh, if I were an Arsenal fan, I would be. As silly as it sounds, more concerned now. Mm. Watching, seeing that they they have only just because I I I I had them to win. They they won me last man standing, but I thought they'd win. I put them on Super Six to win four nil because I think that's. Yeah. The, a typical Arsenal thing to do to show up they've got battered by the good teams uh, come a white floor with the shit ones and make his way up to ninth but they haven't even managed to do that which for me suggests that they are in for a long season in Arsenal terms they probably won't float around relegations so we're, we're just wishful thinking aren't we with that but 
I, I, I would be surprised if they finish in top half from what I've seen them. Mm. It's funny. It's very, very funny. Um, do you put that down as a good afternoon for Norwich, Wayne? I know, I know it's a loss, but you would Arsenal have better players than them. And I know Arsenal have got problems, but no, they have better players than Norwich. And I, but then they got battered, I suppose. They got battered, they got battered on paper. It's, I, don't points, don't they? I don't think it's anything there's anything positive for Norwich in that. Um if you were to be really cynical, you'd think that at this stage of the season that'd have been a key opportunity for them to actually get a, mm. you know three points. Um it might sound a little bit daft because they were at were at Emirates, weren't they? Yeah. 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 Oh, before, before I said something stupid there. In a way win. It's not going to be something that happens a lot this season for Norwich. And I think if you were playing Arsenal in February, it might be different. They might have got their act together by then. They might be semi-competent. But this stage of the season, I think I'd be a little bit disappointed. I didn't get something there as an Norwich fan. Mm. With all the turmoil that they've got. Um, they're in for a, a long season. And they're probably going to get relegated again. But like I said a few weeks ago, it's not a bad thing for them. They're just along for a ride. Like to you, of all people, know what it's like to be promoted and relegated every other season. And we normally make a good fist of it, though. We don't normally get relegated by March. I don't know. You have been relegated by March a few times. Yeah, that were that's not during the up and down. That was just because of Alan Stubbs. <laughs> uh, yeah. The thing is, we know it's like the last time we opened the Premier, they started quite they started really well. The, the famous Man City one springs to mind. The sitting on zero points, not all. That's. It's four games in, so it's not a disaster. But you expect momentum to be built up early on in the season, and they've had none of that. Have they taken the momentum away by the fact they've signed a few this time? Mm, possibly. Uh, the, uh, the one thing I'll say on paper, the signings they've made are not particularly bad, but they have signed a lot of young lads, haven't they? Uh, mm. they've not whilst they've had a sprinkling of experience, your Brandon Williams, your I can't remember his name, fucking hell, lad at Chelsea. Midfielder Gilmore, Gilmore. Gallagher, oh, Gallagher's at Southampton, so yeah, uh, yeah. Well, they've had a sprinkling of experience, they're not experienced Premier League players either, so mm. um, I don't know if that's taken away from the momentum. And they've, they've gone for a slightly different approach the last time, but it's yeah, it still doesn't look good for them, does it? No, no, it doesn't. Um, a team who got their first run at the weekend and a man who also made his debut at the weekend. Um, Crystal Palace won 3-0 at home to Tottenham Hotspur. Odson Edward came on the 84th minute and scored twice in that period of time. Um, a really, really, really important win for them, for them not at all. Patrick Vieira needed them three points. They absolutely battered Tottenham as well. It was, it was, it's not like, I know, 3-0, obviously, it looks convincing anyway. But they were all over them before they went down to ten men. It, it mm. were all Palace all game. Um, I'm just going to put out there that um, on the day that Palace signed uh, Edward, I tweeted saying that that would be a really good signing. So six minutes of football is played, two goals. So it looks <laughs> like I must know what I'm on about. Mm. Yeah, but the two goals they weren't exactly classics, were they? In fact, they were both pretty terrible. <laughs> goals are goals. But, let's be fair. <laughs> You shouldn't get that many touches in that area. It, I think he it, 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 it it spent so long, which second one, went left, but he spent so long trying to get it out of his feet and still had time to get it away. It was, it was a little bit embarrassing. 
But then again, that's the impact that Ted Lasso has on a team. <laughs> yeah. Um, Spurs lose under Nuno, I think, for the first time. Um, it's going to happen, Wayne. Uh, they've got they're a massive work in progress. They are going to have these days. They've had a, they've had a much better start than anyone anticipated. So the start is still a really good start. League, didn't they actually? Oh, did they lost in yeah, and, yeah, yeah. It's Pacos, isn't they? Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think it, it's not a particularly a bad thing because it's it an early awful. Yeah, awful. but it's an early stage of the season against a Palestine that no one really knows what they're going to do, whether they're going to go down, whether they're going to put some sort of challenge in because they're such a you know not an experience but such an experimental team that no one really knows how that's mm-hmm. going to go um, they can get that out of the way get it out of the system do it all come back and get them firing again it's just a bad day at office they all have them that, that, uh, Gallagher looks a really good signing it was mm. either lad that was Swansea last year I think so yeah I'll know from Chelsea isn't he? I'll know from Chelsea yeah that's it uh, everything everything went through him and Zahar Mm. Thought, thought it were really good yeah yes um, that's all the Premier League games I want to mention there's any other games that you two want to mention before we move on to some EFL shit no EFL shit is a, a great definition of my weekend but we might as well do the Super 6 since we're here absolutely um, I can't actually remember what happened I can't imagine I did well because I think I just went nil-nil for everything um, let's have a look. Uh, top for this week, uh, Daniel Harrison, 21 points. It's not a bad hole. Score that. Um, let's have a look. Jordan Michael and Stephen Noonan, 13 points each. So, Daniel Harrison absolutely smashed it this week. Um, of Uzla Nuttall, 8 points. Um, I don't know. Oh, I got likes him in, you've got 5. Well done. Thank you. I don't, I don't even know where Odin is. I think Odin forgot again. Where is Odin? Odin even in this league? Don't know. Oh no, I completely missed Odin. It's Odin, Odin, Odin yeah. Yeah, he got eight points, so yeah, I just won't expect him to be that high. It's my, it's my fault there. Uh, but yeah, uh, so well done to Daniel Harrison for this week. Uh, he is top uh, overall as well. He's overtaken court, so. One good week. Does it for you? I've been waiting... Ten years for one good week. Can't wait for it to happen. You're going to do your fantasy football update, or you have you put your phone down for? Just, I don't know. I'll be honest. After last week, I, I didn't do fantasy football because it was international break, and I kind of just forgot. Uh, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll do a quick fantasy football fantasy football one. Um, no, because I'm not signed in. That's the, that's the <laughs> crux of the matter there. I'm I have no, I'm I have no idea what my password is. Ray, round. Uh, how do you check it? I don't even know. I check it best around. Anyway, Christopher Lilly's top. He, he's good, him, isn't he? That's it. Isn't he finished top last year? Yeah, he fucking smashed his last year. Absolutely yeah, destroyed league. He's top. We got uh, 71 points this week. And he's top with 288 points. Um, where are we? We're, we're not good again. We're, we're not no. good at this game, are we? So no. I'm the highest placed one of us in 22nd. I've got Lats in 26th and Wayne in 28th out of 29. Odin's not joined yet, has he? No. Okay. Who's bottom? Uh, Carl Nall. Yeah, I've gone off in there. 
No, Carl's the one. No, no, he's just below me. You know, Carl has tailed off for him. He's 23rd. Um, oh, fucking hell. Who was bottom? Omaloki Moteski Daniel. Oh, yeah. We will continually ask where that person is every week until we get <laughs> Natal to pronounce it. <laughs> That's just Wayne. Wayne's created a fake account with just as long a name as he could possibly find just to try and make you say it. Yeah. Um, yeah. There you go. Well done, everybody. Um, moving on to the Football League. Um, it's worth mentioning Sheffield United have got their first one of the season uh, with a big victory against Peterborough. Um, this is another one of them games. It's, it's Peterborough, isn't it? Peterborough are going to be a lot of fun in terms of they're either going to win, and it's going to be interesting, or they're going to get a bad 6-2. You, they're just one of them fun teams. Uh, but it's important to get the first one on the board, not off for United. Really important. I think they made some good signings actually on deadline day, didn't they? I know they've all come in on loan and there's stories around the finances, which probably would be a bit concerning for me if I were a Sheffield United fan. Um, I'm quite excited about them. Um, but they've... Imagine saying that as a Wednesday fan. You know, the last 18 months you've had with finances. Imagine being able to say that about another club. <laughs> That's brilliant. Because they're going down the same path. They literally yeah. look like the mirror image of us a few, <laughs> just a few years. They're gambling on promotion again, aren't they? Um, on the from the art side, because the all the parachute money is accounted for already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. They've made good signings. Gibbs White, very good signing for the division. Who ran obviously serial very promotion good. winner or play, playoff. Um, so they have brought some good players in, and I do. I always thought they would pick up because the squad is not like a bottom of the table squad, is it? Really. Mm. Um, no. But yeah, if they did not beat Peterborough, you would have been overly concerned as a, as a Sheffield United fan. I think the manner in how they've won obviously is going to excite them, but mm. also you've got to remember Peterborough are going to concede a lot of goals. So it's how they follow it up tomorrow at home to Preston because they should on paper win that as well. Uh, so we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, championship's yet to sort of settle down, as you'd expect, only being six games in. Um, four or five more games you'd expect to see it. QPR still because still up there. Coventry is sitting in sixth, so it really, it really hasn't settled down yet. Predicted them to finish sixth. Did you? <laughs> yeah. End the season now. End it now. <laughs> just just while we're on Championship, I've seen I was reading an article a couple of weeks ago actually now about the way you know I always talk about the way just to turn over at some different clubs, and we had this conversation when Barca almost. Went tits up when Messi left. Do you know what the wages to turnover rate is uh, at Reading? So it's something two hundred percent, isn't it? Yeah. So the, most clubs in Championship run at around hundred percent. There's good, there's well-run clubs like embarrassing to admit, but y'all actually tend to run at about seventy. Um, and most clubs run at around hundred to hundred and five percent. There's is two hundred twenty-five percent. How are they not in in like from a financial fair play point of view? How are they not? Because there's just the, the it's over a three year period, isn't it? Mm. Well, yeah, but they've got to be approaching three year now. Surely, they probably, it was probably will be end of season. They probably yeah. will be end of this season. But even then, they'll have to submit their accounts the season afterwards. So they've got effectively an extra year's grace from submitting the accounts. So they've got time to get around it. The problem they've got is the third bomb. Yeah, I see Lucas Gow's doing well. Has it gone back to normal now? I don't, I don't, no, I, he wasn't playing. 
Yeah, he's done, he's done what he always does. Has a brilliant first season, and then thinks what he always and... does. Can help yeah. twice. <laughs> you mean that's <laughs> it? He did it for us, and now he's done it for them. <laughs> We've got no other data to go on. Done what he always does. I thought it was Blackburn. Did it all at Blackburn? That one. That one. We us. Yeah. yeah, but he did, did he do well at Blackburn? He's only there for ten games. Difficult did to tell. Well, but my point is, he does well for the first season, and everyone's like, "Oh, he's brilliant! Why he's going to get a big money move?" But it never comes because people realise his fucking attitude was shit. Second season comes around, and he thinks he's better than he is, and people start dropping him, or he doesn't turn up and fucking don't perform. Useless. Somehow win. Do you know him personally? Do you know him personally? Yes. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> there's, there's a reason he didn't play for so long at Wednesday. In a team that needed goals, because you could argue we did have a lot of good strikers at the time that he was on bench. Yeah, but that second season he didn't play, despite the fact that we didn't have Rhodes and Fletcher at that point. He still wasn't playing. We did. We did have Hooper and Forestieri and Fletcher. <laughs> no, we didn't have Fletcher at that point. We had Hooper and Forestieri and Nuiu, and Jao still weren't playing. Anyway, carrying on the Sheffield Wednesday theme, and we're going no, to drop down. No, no, like I say, no, I can't uh, do this gonna... again. <laughs> the League One was full of goals on Saturday afternoon. Sometimes you get these days where there's just goals, goals, goals. Uh, there was a four-three, a five-one, a five-two, four-two. Um, plenty of goals. Three of them came for Plymouth Argyle at home to Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, when you stupidly made the trip. Uh, you already in already. I'd say you're in the area, but I don't think you're that close to the area, were you? No, that uh, that morning I was in Lincoln. Oh, I thought you were on holiday. I was. I came back. I I had to go to Lincoln for a wedding, um, so I drove from Lincoln to Plymouth to watch that shower of shite. Can I just so you ask went from why you would on a holiday? Yeah, in Cornwall, the week you need to go to a wedding in Lincoln. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yes, you're right. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. But I'd already got the holiday booked in Cornwall, and then I discovered about three months ago that I had to go to, well, about two months ago, I think it were, that I had to go to a wedding. I didn't really say no. So I drove back from Cornwall to Lincoln, had two days in Lincoln, and drove Saturday morning, got up at quarter to seven, and drove from Lincoln all the way down to Plymouth to watch. I don't know what, I don't know how I can describe that, but I think all our players have been on the piss in the first half because no one had any, no one came out of that first half performance with any sort of dignity. We were awful. Second half but was you, okay. Did you put it on Plymouth or did you put it on your? Good game well, plan from Plymouth. Defensively, we were all over the place, weren't yeah. we? First good, good game plan from them. They didn't give us any time and space. They pressed, pushed us high up pitch, um, and we would we just couldn't string enough passes together. Uh, Byers and um, Wingwell just particularly com- bad. Yeah, we just completely marked out at game in first half. Um, Byers ended up getting taken off. Um, and they brought Berrini on, gives a little bit more going forward. Um, Hunt and Palmer playing fullback at first half were god awful. Um, I think Liam Palmer seemed inconvenienced by the fact that he was on pitch in first half. <laughs> he genuinely seemed upset that he had to actually touch ball. Um, yeah, it, it, it was 
shocking. Peacock Farrell for the first goal. Every time he's come out and played for us, he's come out of crosses and punched. And for this one, he tried to push it, parry it down to then pick it up, thinking he had time to do it. Then quickly realised he didn't, and they just hooked it into the net. And it just made him look stupid. Yeah, um, but win, win. It saves penalties. It does save penalties very well. Um, but that is uh, that was a big cock up. Um, second goal, they put a cross in. Uh, it's over a free kick, actually. They put a free kick yeah. into the back bus and no one fancied doing anything about it. Um, played better. In... Them, it? Yeah. yeah, well, we were pushing forward um, and the, the counter-attack, but we didn't actually have a shot on target till the 93rd minute. Yeah. We had quite a lot of shots in the second half, but they were all off target. A couple of blocks as well. But, yeah, I think it might be, uh, I think it might have been Barahino in last minute of injury time. Yes, it was. That. Uh, but... Had a tame effort from Edget area, frustrated at keeper, and that was about it. It was an awful performance. Second half was better, but then again, you know, being you know being punished in the theatre is better than being stabbed in heart. I don't mean it's good. Have you ever <laughs> been stabbed in heart? No. Well, maybe you don't know as much as getting punished in the face. You just don't know. Just for the record, as a show, we can't advocate either getting stabbed in the heart. Or stabbing people in the heart. So let's pretend it's let's just assume it's bad and move on. Um before we get any sort of lawsuits. You're making a lot of assumptions today, Wayne. I don't like a lot of assumptions, yeah. I agree. Um either way, don't stab anyone and don't drive six hours to Plymouth. <laughs> yeah. Um Sido Berahino's sign for Sheffield Wednesday. I say played half an hour or so from Outside of Chef Windsor, I think that's an interesting. People are interested in it. Uh, not all, only half an hour in, but did he show any signs of the old Berahino? Okay. Well, uh, Meh. Meh yeah, is the uh, correct answer. He's a risk free signing for me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So he's worth the gamble. We'll see. It either works or it doesn't. If it works, brilliant. If it doesn't, it'll be gone at the end of the season. So. Is, it, is it end of season contract you've got him on? Yeah. End of season with an, an option, option for another year, but I don't know who has got the option, whether it's us or... I assume us that have got the yeah, option for another year. For a sign um, like that, you just assume it's got a bit club. Yeah. Um, he, he, he looks okay, but he didn't do anything. You can tell he's out of match fitness. Um, I, I personally don't think he's going to be the good signing that we want him to be. Hope I'm proved wrong, but I just don't see it happening. Um Couple of other thoughts going forward. Wing were a lot better in the second half, actually turned up. Uh, Barry Bannon is still ridiculously good, but just got completely out outmaneuvered and outflanked in the first half. He just didn't give him any space. He got a bit more in the second half. There's not much more to go on there. We had a, a debut for a lad we got on loan from Wolves, Corbino, Corbino. I don't know sure how you pronounce his name, actually. I feel like not all. Yeah. Pronounce it to me. Go on. Corbino. Corbino. Jeremy Corbino. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, he looks like he could be a decent player. Very enthusiastic going forward. Uh, can use both feet, so we'll see what happens with him. But it's probably the only positive out of the game. Okay. Fantastic. Anyway, like, like I say, let's talk about you. <laughs> the after. Yes, you've made me vent for a while. Let's talk about Rotherham. What the fuck? So many problems. Uh, I'll start with a positive, but it's not a Rotherham United positive. Callum Morton, who played up front for him, a tall ginger kid. I saw him a few years ago for Northampton when Northampton won the playoffs in League Two. 
and I thought then that he looked a very, very good player. And then since then, I've sort of lost track of him. Uh, and he started for Fleetwood uh, on Saturday. And it just pulled out all three defenders apart. It pulled Richard Wood from side to side. Bullied Wes Ardin, who was not a weak lad. Um, yeah, there was just so much wrong with it. We beat Donny 6-0 on, on Tuesday. And I don't. I, I think, sadly, it was the only player that, that played that game well against Donny and started. So all that good momentum we built up for smashing Donny six 0 we lost it all because none of them fucking played. I don't understand. I don't understand the tactics. I don't understand the starting lineup. I don't understand the substitutions that he made. There was so much wrong with the performance that it's difficult to fit into a two or three minute period. It was just bad, bad, and bad. Oh, no. no. <laughs> it's just uh, Barlazer against Donny with with the best game I've ever seen him play. He's a ball player, and that that game was crying out for something. Put the football in the centre midfield and just put just play it. And all game we just lumped it and lumped it and lumped it, and it was just very very disappointing. And a little bit of it's early days, but it is a little bit of a concern because that was an issue a couple of times last time in League One where we just got outdone a little bit at home. Our home form has been a problem since since Championship last time, not last not season season before. Our home form has been a problem, and it's continuing. Um, if we're going to get promoted this year, we can't just rely on his away form because that's not going to. We can't guarantee we're going to have the best away form in the division like we did last time. What What's the issue with the home form? Is it being not being able to control the game? Is it setting the tempo? What is it? Uh, last time out, last time in League One, it was that teams sat in against us and we didn't have a clue what to do. But that's not been the case when you're beaters. You didn't sit in against us. Uh, to be fair, we, we if we play, we took a chance at first. I would have won game. That's it is a Fleetwood beaters. Whereas I think we we get we didn't give you the game. That's that's unfair on you. But we allowed you to win the game in certain areas. Whereas Fleetwood were just better than us, and that's not that's a, that's a concern that Fleetwood are better than us. They didn't sit in against us, and I was surprised. Um, they bullied us, and we're meant to be a big 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 strong physical team. We are a big strong team. And we got bullied by Simon Grayson's Fleetwood. <laughs> that shouldn't happen at home. I think there's, a, I think there's a lot of pressure in League One. There's a lot of pressure from the fans to win every single game because we've just come down from Championship. If we had fans at home in the Championship last year, I don't think it would have been a problem. I think that would have helped us push everybody on. But there's definitely a lot of negative energy. As soon as we go one 0 down on Saturday, there's a lot of negative energy in the stadium, and we got helped by another refereeing decision for a penalty that weren't a penalty. Um, but this time, sadly, scored, which were a bonus. Yeah, I'm not massively happy. But we've got Lincoln. Lincoln Tuesday night, Bolton Saturday. Saturday, two, a couple of big games, really big games for us. Whereas you've got Shrewsbury Saturday, which you should win. We've got two very, very difficult games in a short bit of time. So, it's interesting. But if, if we win if we win our two games, we could go top. That, this, is, this is our tightest at the minute. We, we, were, we were third at half-time on Saturday. But now we're sitting 13th. <laughs> And you are you are you one point above us now? Again, this is how this is where we are at this stage of the season. It's it's, it's a good old good old. Uh, I don't know. So I try to make a habit of not looking at league positions um, early in the season because it just distorts any sort of view of how the team is playing. Mm. Particularly when you can lose, you can one game can not get ten places either up or down. Well, that's like that, yeah. Some have a good start. Five wins from six games, fifteen points. Um, interesting to see if that plays up. Ipswich lost again on Saturday, not all 5 2 to Bolton. Uh, it's a bit mad what's happening over there. I'm, I'm shocked that their start has been so bad. 
I am as well. Well, obviously they're most people's favourites, weren't they? And mm. but Botland's not an easy game, but to lose five two at home, um, especially after the the games they've lost to this point, you gotta be. I'd be I'd be a bit concerned by now if I were Ipswich fan. Uh, it's mm. more than just a bad start. At five games, isn't it? Seven games. They played seven. Six or seven now. We've 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 all we've all played six. Because an international break, uh, they, they've played six. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, interesting to see. We don't, they're new owners, so we don't know how patient they're going to be. You'd assume they, sh- they should stick with Paul Cook because if you're going to stick with anybody, you stick with Paul Cook, but they wouldn't be the first new owners to get trigger happy, would they? Yeah, this is a problem. Um, as someone with any sort of knowledge of football and anyone's watched lower league, lower league's probably not fair, but you know. The EFL over the last 10 years will know to give Cook a chance. Um, whether the new owners do or not is a different matter. Yeah. From, from um, my point of view, I hope they pull trigger. That for us fellow League One teams, to see them in a bit of turmoil and pull Cook out of that club would help the rest of the league in the long run, in my opinion. I, I'd like them to do it after this Saturday's game, before next Saturday. Yeah, so next time. Yeah. Yeah. We've got we've got them in like November. They'll fix all their problems by then. Um, yeah, that's cool. Is there any other topics you want to voice cover? We've done made good time again, so we can uh, squeeze something small in. Beg your pardon. I've got nothing. I've got nothing today. Cool. But what, yeah. one one quick question for Nuttall. Um, did you have to kill Jeff Hurst for that shirt? No, never mind. Move on. <laughs> I think no. the soul's broken. Never mind. Um, <laughs> all right. Okay. My bad. It wasn't worth an answer. So you did, but you don't want to admit it. <laughs> Smart thinking. Yeah. Is that another win? Uh, I got nothing. No. That's fantastic. Cool. Um, so thank you all for watching on YouTube. Subscribe and like the video if you are. If you are on iTunes, make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating. If you can, that would be appreciated. Same way if you're on, listening on Spotify, follow us on there as well. Um, feel free to get in touch with us on on Twitter or Facebook if there's anything you want us to talk about. If you enjoyed Nuttall's, what Nuttall had for dinner, let us know. Um, I look, we, look, we all look forward to finding out what he has next week. Uh, with something different and very difficult to pronounce, we all we all hope that. Yeah, cool. I hope so. Yeah, I, I have ordered next week's already, so Ooh. don't know. Don't know yet. I'll I'll let I'll leave it. It's suspense in it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it keeps people coming back for it. So it does. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll be back next week around the same time, hopefully with Odin. Uh, if not, we'll uh, see what we can do about that. Uh, Wayne will hopefully be back from his holidays by then. That'll be nice for everybody. I hope so. Remember, okay. go, to the, go to the north wherever possible. Yep. Not all. It's been a pleasure having you with us again, mate. It's always a pleasure. Thank you very much, and we'll see you all next time. Thank you very much.